the Brexit vote. Coverage continues now on Bloomberg Radio. Brexit latest poll suggests that perhaps the Remain vote has just barely edged out the Leave vote. In fact, Nicholas Farage, who has been one of the leading voices saying that the UK should exit the European Union, is conceding that it looks like the vote to Remain is just barely winning the day. Well, Mark Chandler joins us now here on Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. He's global head of currency strategy at Brown Brothers Harriman. So, Mark... uh, I guess at the very least we can figure if if it's just if this is where we're heading, that the, the, the pound sterling, which has already had a pretty good move higher, should continue to do so. Yeah, you know, I think, Kathleen, that would be the sort of the knee-jerk reaction in a sense that the British looked very close according to the polls. And then the, uh, at the very last minute, sort of like what Winston Churchill said about Americans once. He said, you can always count on Americans to do the right thing after they've exhausted the alternatives. And so here the U.K., at the last minute, they're going to do the right thing, it looks like. But I want to say that the market has been pricing this in for about a week now. Sterling, last Thursday was trading almost at 1.40 against the dollar. And just now we tested 1.5. This is a very large move, and I think this is, I try to make a distinction between fast money, the leverage community, a hedge fund, speculators, uh, in the futures market. These people have been already buying sterling. And by, when the slow money, which are the people who are managing our pension funds, our retirement money, we want them to be taking considered views. We wanted them to take off risk ahead of this great unknown, and so they're going to be slower to return into the markets than these hedge funds and these leveraged community people. Mark Chandler, what if you could tell me a little bit about the yen in the context of the EU referendum in Britain, because the yen is dropping right now as we describe a haven demand declines down about uh, half a percent. Yeah, you know, Timmy, I think you're right. You know, I think people like me have sort of underestimated for how long the referendum has been hanging over the market's head. This is one of the factors that is the uncertainty seems to be one of the factors that encouraged this uh, great strength of the yen. And now it's being unwound. So the dollar and the yen are both weakening against all the major currencies and all the emerging market currencies. Well, if you're uh, Mr. Kuroda, governor of the Bank of Japan, you're very happy to see this, right? And, of course, central banks were uh, letting us know that they were ready to step into currency markets if the Brexit vote passed, the pound got hammered, if the yen surged. So I guess they can just all sit back now and, uh, you know, have their dinner or go to bed, Mark. Uh, where, where does this leave? If the, if, the, if the Brexit vote is defeated... Uh, then is it just a repricing back to uh, where we were before Brexit really heated up? I think almost in some ways, Kevin, might be beyond that. I think that, the, uh, for example, uh, the Federal Reserve has cited the Brexit as one of the things leading to this international uncertainty. And they would, if I had to make a, uh, like a, a little like a list of the factors that would get the Federal Reserve to move sooner rather than later, I'd say a vote where the U.K. stays in the E.U., and the global capital markets uh, do not go, do not become unstable, especially on the downside. It seems like officials, like us as investors, we prefer volatility to the upside rather than the downside. Imagine that. One consequence is Federal Reserve policy. Yeah, you, you imagine that you want volatility to move to, to, to the upside. All right, well, you get people more excited and interested in in, in trading. Um, one person I imagine who is interested, of course, in the results is uh, Prime Minister David Cameron. Didn't he try to change? Uh, and to some extent, he did change 
the rules for UK, the United Kingdom's membership in the European Union. For example, things having to do with migrant welfare uh, payments, but also uh, protection for the city of London, the financial services industry. I think that the, the best thing that the UK has done for the financial service industry is to, if, if this is the case, to vote inside, to stay in, in the EU. I think that the, uh, for me, I think that there's still going to be a political problem for Cameron. He had thought that the referendum was going to bring the Tory party back together. But instead, just thinking about the tone and the, uh, uh, it seems to me that it's really ripped the Tory party apart. And it wouldn't surprise me then if Cameron faces a leadership challenge still later this year. And Osborne, who's delivered a budget that was quickly rejected, and then came up with like a, a, a gap budget in case of Brexit. I think he might end up leaving, having to leave the uh, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, which is sort of like the U.S. Treasury Secretary. So I still think that the politics in the U.K. not resolved, and the market's probably going to have to overshoot now. And these aren't really going to be good levels for uh, to be chasing the market. I think. In terms of this move, uh, the yen, uh, you know, pulling back from the highs, the dollar rising, uh, will this continue? Will the, can the dollar keep rising absent another interest rate increase from the Fed? I think so. I think that the global market stabilized. I think one of the pressures on the yen, you know, I look at the capital flows, and it's interesting, uh, Bloomberg tracks the weekly data from the Ministry of Finance. And last week, that is the data that came out earlier today in the U.S., would be Thursday, uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Thursday morning in the U.S., the Japanese reported for the first week since the end of March, foreigners did not buy Japanese bonds. And, and so I look at the, the flows, and so where is this big demand from yen coming from? It's not really in the portfolio flows. Yes, speculators are long yen, but it's not really, it's not really inside that really would move the spot market necessarily. It seems to me that the Japanese themselves repatriating some of their profits and dividends or hedging. Uh, I saw one estimate that suggested that Japanese companies can have as much as uh, $500 billion in overseas earnings. That's Thanks, quite Art. a bit. Thanks very much. Mark Chandler, Global Head of Currency Strategy at Brown Brothers Harriman. More coverage of Brexit continues.